new worries for Ukraine this hour, and not just from the battlefield. Kyiv, as you probably know, relies heavily, very heavily, on US aid. So it will be watching what is uh, fast becoming the shutdown showdown in the United States and the money discussions on Capitol Hill as closely as anyone. Well, another worry for Kyiv, Russia's planned uptick in its military spending. Moscow says it expects its war chest to grow by almost 70% next year. I want to bring in CNN's Fred Plytkin, who is on the ground in eastern Ukraine. When you speak to those who are fighting this war, mm. what do they tell you about uh, their uh, fears going forward for what had fast becoming this sort of aid fatigue in the States and possibly... Mm across Europe? Well, I think that they are very well aware of the aid fatigue, uh, as you put it, uh, that's going on in the United States. Certainly, we spoke to some senior commanders and asked them about it. And they said, look, all they can do is really continue. And one of the things that frontline soldiers have told us is they said, look, uh, for countries that are supporting Ukraine, first and foremost, of course, the United States, but also a lot of the European countries as well, it's about a lot of treasure that's being put up. And for the Ukrainians, it's blood that they are paying. And, and we've seen an increasing number of Ukrainian soldiers who have you know, almost been killed because of some of the injuries that they sustained on the battlefield. And we managed to speak to one soldier who lost a limb, nearly died when he stepped on a landmine, but came back to the battlefield. Here's what we learned. It was a race against time after Danilo stepped on a landmine while on a mission behind enemy lines. The mine blew me up and my brothers carried me for seven and a half kilometers. They gave me first aid and carried me. They saved his life, but his injuries were catastrophic. One leg was gone, it was blown away, and the other one was hanging, all broken. But that isn't holding Danilo back. He's hiding his face for safety reasons, but his story is remarkable. After the incident, he recovered, traveled all the way to Mexico to get an artificial limb, learned to walk again, and is now back on the battlefield. I can't just sit at home and just watch what's happening. In a country under attack, every man has to stand up from the couch and defend his home. I have to do it, and I'm good at it. He's contributing to Ukraine's massive counter-offensive in the south, where Kiev says its forces have been making increasing progress. Danilo right on the front lines. I'm in charge of mortar, grenade launcher and anti-tank squads. The platoon commander and I choose the right positions, targets and plan the operations. Russian minefields and artillery are still causing a lot of casualties on the Ukrainian side. And while Kiev won't disclose exact numbers, they acknowledge the going is tough. Combat medics gave us this video showing the trauma they deal with every day. Medic Vlad tells me sometimes they simply can't save their comrades' limbs or even their lives because the wounds are too severe. We had around 10 cases where the limb was traumatically amputated and there was no chance to save it. Compared to the number of people in the brigade, it's not much, but it is a terrible sacrifice. A sacrifice that changed Danilo's life, but he's adapted, learning to move and fight effectively even though his artificial limb limits his mobility.
We don't have a choice. We can't lose this war. This counteroffensive can't fail. We don't have this right. We are defending our home. It is victory or death for us. So as you see it there, uh, Becky, what he said at the end there is victory or death for us, as he put it. And, you know, one of the things that we have to point out to our viewers is that people like Danilo, they're not that rare on the battlefields here in Ukraine. In fact, we've been with several units where we have seen fighters who have lost a limb, who have then returned to the front lines, returned to the battlefields because they say they believe they have no other choice as they're fighting, as they believe for Ukraine's survival. So there is no doubt they are hearing the ruminations from the United States, some of that fatigue as far as aid is concerned, certainly some of the poll numbers as far as uh, as aid in the United States is concerned. But they say whether or not they continue to get help from the West, the U.S. and its uh, partners, they are going to continue to fight because they simply believe that they have no other choice when it comes down to the survival mm. of Ukraine. Becky. Mm, absolutely. Fred, it's good to have you. Thank you um, for your reporting.